na 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 that's that's enough yeah i know Uh, i'm sorry for what i just did to your earbuds and your car speakers everyone but i'm very excited about this uh next recruit we're going to be talking you're you're supposed to you're supposed to warn people before you go into explicit content so they can cover their children's ears yeah i know but the thing is i wanted to let everyone know that i could hit that falsetto in the event they're having like a birthday party and they need someone to sing mariah carey or something uh not as he do six foot five inch 265 pound offensive tackle from stratford virginia uh number 97 overall prospect a four-star kid uh nick he was fun because it looked like he was all set to go to Clemson, and then he decided to take a trip to Penn State, and he went, oh, wait, I love this. I'm going to go to school here. And now Penn State has a potential future building block along its offensive line. Yeah, he was all Clemson, uh, and a lot of that, of course, a lot of that was through uh, what the recruiting websites were saying, not I mean, he he was giving a fair amount of love to Clemson, but of course we don't know exactly what was going on inside of his head. But like you said, decided to visit Penn State, fell in love. He committed over a Blue White weekend last year. He also visited Penn State, very. Um, and after that commitment, he picked up a random offer from Arizona in like the, the middle of May. But since then, no no activity from everyone else. So clearly, he was. 100% committed, took a bunch of visits to Penn State during the season this year. Somebody that seemed earmarked to go to the defending national champions, and James Franklin is able to pluck him away. And he is a very, very interesting offensive line prospect. I mean, when I said 265, I think everyone knew that I was going to mention uh, his build and the fact that he's almost certainly going to need to redshirt to put on a whole hell of a lot of weight. But the thing that makes him so interesting is his length, his athletic ability, uh, his, you know, he, he's just the kind of guy that he's a bit of a ball of clay right now. But he's not a ball of clay in the way that, say, uh, you know, when Sterling Jenkins came into the program, he was a ball of play. Like, he's the kind of dude who he's already strong, he's already fast, he's already athletic, and now it's about adding some weight and kind of refining uh, what he can do, uh, what he can do along the offensive line so he can go from being a really exciting prospect to a really exciting offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, like you said, he's, I mean, I don't really have much to add to that. You're right. He is this guy that has some great tools already. He's super athletic. Um, he's big, he's strong. He's pretty fast for his size. Uh, he just needs refinement. He just needs a little more, um, work with an offensive line coach, a little, a lot more time in the weight room, but he has the looks of a guy who is going to be a multi-year starter. It just surely, surely is not going to happen. Uh, um, 
right away. It probably might not even happen until his redshirt sophomore season. He might might be the first time he gets on the field, and that would be okay because Penn State has some good options to tackle. So I think he he has as high a ceiling as anyone in this class. Um, he's just going to require a little bit of patience. And the fact that he is a building block, the fact uh, that he um, the the fact that he's one of the guys that this class is built around. I mean. As of the time we are recording this, Penn State has three top 100 kids, and he's one of them. He's at a position of need. He's able to bring something a little bit different because, you know, Nick, while we love uh, Ryan Bates and uh, uh, Will Fries and Michael Mennett, if he gets pushed out there, whatever, Penn State doesn't really have a tackle with the raw athletic ability of a Sea-Doo. So as he bulks up and as he is learning from guys who are able to bring a different perspective, I, offensive line recruiting is very much a crapshoot, but I feel pretty confident saying that he's going to be a good player when he is ready to take the field. Um... I would be extremely surprised if he is on the field before the 2020 season, uh, just with some of the physical hurdles he'll have to overcome and, you know, the general approach to the offensive line. Uh, but what do you think? I mean, anything could happen, I suppose. Yeah, and it dawns on me that when we talk about kids that we talk about need some time to develop, it ends up, comes off a little bit negative. Nana Asidu right now is a better offensive lineman than probably 95% of the rest of the country. So don't don't let us saying that he um, will need a little bit, probably more, maybe okay. as high as 97%. Um, don't let us saying that he needs time to develop come off as we think he's right. not as right. talented as the other offensive lineman in the class. He's supremely talented. Um, just somebody that needs to be in the weight room a little bit so he can let that talent shine through. Hey, Nick. But no, he will not play as a freshman. Hey, Nick, Nick. Do you, mm-hmm. know what, do you know what I'm going to say to the people who uh, who are uh, listening to this edition of the podcast now that we're done? Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, 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 hey. Goodbye. Goodbye.